Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back, guys. Uh, last week we dove into it was going to be a big week four, and we selected a few players. Now, tonight, we've got State of Origin Game 3. It obviously is a dead rubber, I understand that, but I still think it's going to be a big night for a couple of guys. And I've got a few names written down here, and a couple of the names I've got written down are obviously the debutants. It's going to be a massive night for them. For a lot of these guys, this is the biggest night of their career so far. As far as Mitch Moses goes, as far as the Hammer goes, as far as Tommy Flegler goes, I mean... This is the biggest night of their career. Abby Curacao, you could argue 2014. I would probably say that was the biggest night of his career so far, the 2014 Grand Final. But outside of him, this is the biggest game of their career. This is the first time that they've been in a real rep arena. Um, I think Moses, he might have played City Country or something a few years ago. But this is the first time wearing a New South Wales Blues jersey for Moses. A huge opportunity. Tommy Flagler, massive opportunity for him as well. Obviously, a couple of injuries have happened which have brought him in. But that's just the reality of State of Origin and the reality of the modern game nowadays as well. Uh, the Hammer, obviously, a product of how this series has gone. Gone for something a little bit left field. Gone for a look into the future. Uh, but you've got to take your opportunities when they're presented to you. I remember... You know, 15-odd years ago, Wayne Bennett decided in a dead rubber of Game 3, I want to say the 03 series, maybe the 02 series, I think he debuted Cameron Smith and Billy Slater, and we all know how that went on. I'm not saying Hammers of that calibre. I don't think he is. But you've got to take your opportunities when they're presented to. And it could be the start of something special for the Hammer. Hopefully it is. Hopefully he uh, is the superstar that we all thought he was going to be a couple of years ago when we first saw him in the nines. But outside of those guys, a couple of other guys is a massive night for. And the majority of them come from Queensland for me. The first one is Paul Green. Um, look, I'm not sure if a win tonight could save his coaching job in Queensland, to be honest with you. I think he is done and dusted, as I've said a few times. But... If you're Paul Green right now, you're coaching the worst Queensland team in history for me. They really are. I mean, they have conceded so many points and they've only scored one try in two games of football. Has there been, you know, sidetracking moments? Yes, for sure. There's been injuries. There's been suspensions. I understand that completely. 
But the thing that annoys me the most about Queensland for my entire life is the way that they are just able to overcome anything and put in a solid performance. They might not win, but fuck me, they will give you a solid performance that is full of passion that I sit there and go, geez, if we were in that situation, I don't think we would react the same. Queensland, they have done the complete opposite this year. I've been pretty harsh on Paul Green, but I stand by it all. And tonight's a massive game for him. Now, I think he's got little to no hope of staying in this job, but I'll tell you what. If Queensland come out tonight with Caelan Ponga back into the side and with the Blues losing their two starting halves and their front rower, oh my God, it is going to be chaos, yeah? If they get dusted well and truly tonight, if they don't put up a fight... It says everything about Paul Green. And then you look back to the week. You look back at how Jai Arrow disrespected the jersey, disrespected everything that is the Queensland Maroons, and you comes back to your coach. For me, would he have done that with Wayne Bennett as the coach? Not a hope in hell. Not a hope in hell. And that might be harsh, but, I mean, if anyone disagrees with me, please send me a message. I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. Paul Green is under heaps of pressure here. New South Wales Blues, I mean, they've made it evident. They're looking to the future. They're looking at Mitch Moses. They're playing two hookers. They know Damian Cook's an 80-minute player. They've moved Jack Whiten in, into six. He's been there 14 all series. If they, if this was a decider, I think it is fair to say that there is not a hope in hell Mitch Moses would be the halfback. We know it would be Adam Reynolds, and we know Cody Walker would be the six. He's looking to the future. Freddie's gone, you know what? We've got this one wrapped up. I, I can give these guys an opportunity now. If I was Queensland, if I was Paul Green, I'd be saying to them, hey, they're not even picking their best fucking team. Yeah, they're not even picking their best team. They're taking the piss out of Origin right now. And if he can't get them up for this game, something is seriously wrong. There obviously is something seriously wrong, but if he can't get them up for a dead rubber where New South Wales is playing for nothing more than bragging rights and Queensland is playing for to put some respect back in that jersey, something has gone incredibly wrong. I think Paul Green is done and dusted, but this is a massive night. This is his last chance to show that he understands what Origin's about and he's able to translate that to his players because we saw a worse Queensland team on paper beat New South Wales last year under Wayne Bennett, a guy that understands what State of Origin is about. So a lot of pressure on Paul Green. I'll stay on the Queenslanders for now, and there's two guys that I think are really interesting. One is Ben Hunt. Now, I love Ben Hunt. I'm a big fan of him. I know a lot of you aren't, but I've always been a big fan of Ben Hunt. There's no doubt whatsoever that he can play. You can tell me he lost that grand final for them. They wouldn't have been in that grand final if it wasn't for Ben Hunt. They wouldn't have even been in the top four if it wasn't for Ben Hunt. Let's be perfectly honest here. He is a fantastic player, Ben Hunt. He's a great leader. I'm a huge fan of him. I love everything about Ben Hunt. I think he cops a lot of shit because he's getting paid too much. That's not Ben Hunt's fault. That's the Dragons' fault. If you if you want to have a crack at his at his pay packet, go and have a crack at the Dragons. Don't have a crack at Ben Hunt. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, or have a crack at Ben Hunt's manager for being too good at his job. Ben Hunt, though, tonight, he plays hooker. This is where I think his best position is. I know he's playing halfback at the St. George Illawarra Dragons. I've got Andrew McCulloch, who's a terrific nine. Um, if I was at the Dragons, I probably would play him at seven when you have a look at their squad. But I think his best position is playing at hooker. Now, you look at Queensland moving forward. Over the next few years, you're going to have... Obviously, the starting nine for a number of years will be Harry Grant. Yeah, that jersey is going to be all his for the next decade, in my opinion. Reid Marnie, he's going to be nipping at his heels every moment of the next 10 years, pushing for a jersey. That leaves those two hookers, yeah? You know Harry Grant's going to be the first-choice guy. Is Ben Hunt going to be considered as one of those hookers moving forward? I don't know. I don't think he's going to get it over Harry Grant, and I think he's going to struggle to get it over Reid Marnie, to be honest with you. Also, the other spot where Ben Hunt has been picked on a number of occasions is the 14 jersey. 
Now you look into the future. In fact, you look three hours into the future. We've got AJ Brimson at Jersey 14 at the moment, an absolute superstar of our game. You've still got to fit Reese Walsh into this team as well somewhere moving forward. You might get a Sammy Walker that might make an appearance over the next two or three years as well. Probably won't come straight into the side. They'll probably want to bring him off the bench. So all of a sudden, you're looking at the 14 jersey, and you've got to fit AJ Brimson, Reese Walsh, potentially Reed Marnie into the same team. All of a sudden, the music might stop over the next 18 months, and Ben Hunt, he might not have a seat in this Queensland camp. For me, Ben Hunt, he's playing for his state of origin future tonight. Ben Hunt is playing in a dead rubber game to show Queensland, hey, I've still got what it takes. I've shown you before on numerous occasions, but you've got all these young kids to try and fit into this team, and I can handle myself. I'm a guy you should be looking at. I said earlier in my preview today that if you haven't listened to a highly advise you go and have a listen to that, that Ben Hunt, he has to play 80 minutes tonight for Queensland to stand any chance because they need they need to be able to use AJ Brimson off their bench to execute in their back line. They can't have him plodding around in the hooker position. It's not going to work. Ben Hunt needs to play 80 minutes, and I think he needs to play 80 minutes to show the rest of these boys what Origin is about. Ben Hunt understands it. I wouldn't say Ben Hunt is an Origin player like a Gagai, like a Tyson Frizzell, these sort of fellas, potentially like a Tariq Sims now, let's be honest here. But I think Ben Hunt, he gets it enough to understand that there's a lot of guys coming through in his position. There's a lot of guys that are really talented, probably more naturally talented than him that they're going to want to fit into this Origin arena, especially based on how the new modern game is played. So Ben Hunt, I think he's under a little bit of pressure And this could quite possibly be Ben Hunt's last game for Queensland if he doesn't perform. And I think he's going to need a big performance to put an exclamation mark next to his name heading into season 2022 and the 2022 Origin Series. Best of luck to Ben Hunt. He's a guy that I really like. And I think he's up to playing more State of Origin in the future. The other guy that's under a bit of pressure for me is probably Daly Cherry Evans. Now... When you have a look at the rest of the NRL, there's no one else really bashing down the door to take Deli Cherry Evans' jersey, realistically. You have got Sam Walker. I don't think this time next year he's going to be ready to play State of Origin. So this might be the saving grace for DCE. But I look at him at the moment, and he's lost his Kangaroos jersey, in my opinion. That has to go to Nathan Cleary now. I don't think there's any question about that. A year ago, there was a complete fair argument. Heading into the Origin series last year, we all sort of said this has to be Nathan Cleary's jersey. Post-Origin, we all went, nah, you can't take it off DCE. Has to be his. They haven't been able to pull on the Kangaroos jersey since that game against Tonga, where, of course, DCE, he was the halfback that game. They lost that one. Very interesting moving forward what happens to DCE. As I said, I think he's played his last game for the Kangaroos, barring an injury or barring a test against, you know, France or Papua New Guinea or one of these sides. I think when you're playing England, Tonga, New Zealand, borderline Samoa now as well, I think it will be Nathan Cleary in the seven. I don't think there's a spot for DCE there. He's lucky at the moment that no one is bashing down the door, as I said, to take his Queensland number seven jersey off him. But I still think... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a big game for DCE. He has copped it left, right, and center this series. And realistically, as a halfback, 
there's only so much you can do when your forwards get belted and bashed the way they have in this series. You have a look at game one. They went in without Josh Papali. They're already really short on quality front rowers that it is. They're missing Lindsay Collins as well. That's two front rowers that would have been in their first choice team. 15 minutes in, they lost Christian Welsh. That's three front rowers that would have been in their first choice team. It's a huge thing to overcome. Queensland weren't able to do it. I thought in game two, uh, they were better. Obviously, Josh Papali played. Uh, you had Christian Welsh who played big minutes as well. But still, didn't really have that that much impact, DC. And I think this is the game tonight where he's got to stop playing so structured. He's got to look up and play some footy. He's got to play manly rugby league. He's got to pretend that he's got Tom Travojevic on his team and he plays with that same sort of confidence, going from edge to edge, moving the ball around. He's got a brilliant cutout ball, DC, that we just don't see enough of it in origin football. And that's mainly because they've been on the back foot the entire time. I understand that. But the whole trying to play a structured Paul Green sort of out of out of fashioned type of rugby league, it hasn't been working. It's a big night for DCE as the skipper of Queensland to make sure his team doesn't get whitewashed and they put some pride back into this jersey. If he is there in the team next year, I'm not sure if he's going to be the right captain option. It makes sense for them just to keep him there as skipper. I understand that argument. But him... And the coach, they haven't got the best out of their Queensland side this year. I think they need someone that is going to do that. Munster, he potentially might be that guy moving forward. The last guy I'm going to touch on is a New South Wales player. And look, have a look at this New South Wales side, star-studded. They're going to win this series regardless of what happens tonight. But I think one guy that he probably hasn't got the attention that he deserves during this Origin series. I know in the lead-up to Game 1, I couldn't believe how many people weren't talking about James Tedesco. This guy's been the best player in the world for the last two or three years. Tom Travojevic and Nathan Cleary, they've exploded over the last 18 months. But before that, it was Tedesco daylight than everyone else. He is an absolute superstar, James Tedesco. He probably knows within himself that this year he can't win an NRL premiership. He probably knows he's not going to be on the big stages at the back end of the NRL season, which is a really strange feeling for James Tedesco. I think he'd be well aware of the realities of the team that he's got post all of their injuries, post all their retirements. Then he looks around at the Panthers, the Melbourne Storm, the Bunnies, Manly Seagulls, even Parramatta, and sort of says, fuck, we're in trouble here. He would be well aware of that situation. James Tedesco, he just loves these big stages. I have no doubt whatsoever he's going to put in a big performance tonight. He's my tip to be the Wally Lewis medalist and the man of the match tonight. I think we're all sleeping on James Tedesco and just how talented he is. He loves the big stages, Teddy, and this might be the last opportunity he gets at the really big stages. He'll be looking forward to this one. He'll be really up for it. Keep an eye on James Tedesco. He's got a number of fantastic fullbacks in our game that are already in this team. You're talking Tommy Turbo. You're talking talking Latrell Mitchell. You've got Ryan Pappenhausen, who'll be back in the frame come next year. You've got Nico Hines as well, who's absolutely braining it. You could argue that all these guys are playing better at club level than what James Tedesco is right now. But I think he's going to have a big performance tonight. I think he's going to remind everyone just how good he is. We're all talking Travojevic. We're all talking Latrell Mitchell. Teddy is hearing you. He's well and truly hearing you. And I think he's going to respond tonight in Origin 3. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.